Welcome to the Radical Change podcast. Once again, we are continuing our series on gratitude, and we're grateful for the fact that we can continue that, I think. And uh, uh, this time, we're going to talk about yet another twist in the model that uh, we've been talking about. So uh, in the previous podcasts, we laid out the definitions of gratitude and, you know, whatever different definitions we had, uh, and also the opposite of gratitude, which we called entitlement, just to have a term. And uh, we extensively talk about the the two uh, polarities in the previous podcast. And this time, we'd like to bring it together into a coherent system. And... Uh, I just would like to, you know, for us to just jump in and uh, start uh, defining what what do we mean by that. So, uh, in particular, actually, maybe I'll, I'll I'll say a couple of words here. That if you uh, so so something we discussed offline is that if you look at the gratitude as a flow of energy, right? The gratitude and uh, uh, entitlement and uh, if the gratitude is the energy flowing out of you and entitlement is energy flowing towards you, right? You're taking something in. So how does it change the system? So let's just jump in and just explore that. Right. So 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 uh, for this podcast, we are going systemic on you. So hopefully you studied math in high school. <laughs> yeah, still a lot of that. So, what he's really saying is, hopefully, you didn't uh, study in the U.S. Is that what you're saying, Karan? <laughs> Go ahead. Because <laughs> he did say uh, yeah, math, anyways, not um, <laughs> We we found this an, an analogy of of energetic flows quite useful. Uh, as we were getting a little kind of stuck on the, on the semantics of gratitude and. Uh, uh, and it's opposite, um, you know, expectation, assumption, and things cleared up quite a bit when when we went with 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 the with the um, uh, with the analogy or metaphor of, of energetic flows. So the way we uh, we look at it is uh, when you feel grateful. And remember to back to the previous podcast of the soma- of of the of the somatics of it. There's this. Uh, inhalation and, and then exhalation of kind of all directions of you. It's the outflow of of um, of energy out from you, right? Uh, in 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 kind of in, in general space out from you. And um, what we call the opposite of it would uh, is the inflow of energy. So you um, you you like to you know take it in and then you expect things to be exactly this way so it's it's the it's the, it's the inflow of energy into you and so uh, a language like these right they are simply two opposite directions in the flow of energy um, and of course once you have a, a continuum like that you can then start asking the questions well what do we have we have a little a little bit of this and more of this or uh, more of this, a little bit of that, and what if you have you're right in the middle where they're perfectly balanced and aware in this spectrum is the 
is the is the uh, useful and healthy and interesting state to be in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. I think the energetic model speaks the best to me as well, uh, quite frankly, because I see it as uh, a system, you know, uh, uh, and these being two ends of it. So instead of seeing them as theses and antitheses on the opposite ends, they are a part of a process where uh, energy comes in and when it's blocked, when you're just taking it in, in, in and it's blocked, it leads to just a consumption a consumption and an entitlement uh, uh, society or person, if you will, right? And on the other end, if you're just trying to give, 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 deplete, 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 give away everything that you have, and you don't, uh, uh, you don't, uh, you're negating even your sense of self. That has its flaws as well. So uh, what we're really looking at is a is a complete energetic model where uh, instead of seeing them as opposites and instead of uh, uh, instead of uh, uh, admiring one over the other, think of this as the ability to bring in energy, transform it in some way, and then move it out equally as well. So I think it sounds very um, esoteric. So maybe what we should do is talk about a few examples here first, and then we can talk about maybe certain strategies that will enable this from those examples was that what do you guys think because otherwise we'll be in some ways uh, 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 kind of philosophizing and uh, it sounds very airy fairy yeah, yeah absolutely let's mm -hmm. let's anchor it with examples yeah mm -hmm. so who wants to start sergey does sergey does okay oh, I, I didn't realize that okay, okay. <laughs> we, we volunteered you sergey all right uh well okay so uh uh, damn, what would be a good example? Um, the computer I, pharmacist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, uh, just so I have a little bit of time to think of a good example, uh, I'll, uh, I'd like to uh, frame the model the way I see it. Um, so uh, the energy model, just so it, it doesn't sound too airy-fairy, uh, basically, the way uh, the way we'd like to see it is that uh, the way I, I'd like to see it is uh, the gratitude is like uh, essentially given away, and the entitlement is taken in, and uh, uh, essentially you can't really give away what you don't have. So you need some kind of inflow. You need the nourishment, if you will, uh, so that you can uh, add to what you take and give back. And uh, this is not exactly classical physics uh, that the energy has to always be preserved, but more like uh, you you are allowed to add more to what you get, right? So whatever you take, you actually can give more, uh, and that's how the the positive feedback loop can start. So if uh, if you pass the energy through you, you uh, in in this metaphorical energy, you uh, may be able to amplify it. So that's how I see it. It's almost a feed-forward loop now at this point, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I suppose uh, one example would be uh, uh, a uh, let's say let's take a, a, a business world, 
So uh, a business that is very greedy and very uh, uh, like a, a company, right, which, which is very centric on profit uh, at the expense of everything else. Uh, I think anybody can, uh, and all, all of us can come up with a, a good example of that. Uh, and uh, that company usually is hated by, by a lot of customers because it's always ripping people off. Uh, like uh, my personal favorites would be like phone companies, the, the old ones, uh, classical kind of companies, uh, some old software companies that uh, uh, there's, there's one that I that a, uh, a few years back I bought a uh, graphics software which they described as very uh, like the next thing, basically, the next best thing after, after the sliced bread and it's going to make your life easy and make everything good. And then uh, when I got the package, uh, it was fairly expensive, very crappy as far as software goes. Didn't really do much of what I wanted to do. So it was very clunky. Uh, and on top of it, they, they required me to plug in some physical dongle, uh, which would grant me the license of that software. Otherwise, it wouldn't work. So it would occupy my USB port on a computer, which was very inconvenient. So, and I mean, come on, right? So uh, that that is uh, so basically, I'll never I'll never ever buy anything from that company again, and will tell everybody else not to do that because they just suck. So uh, I mean, if you think about it, right? So Sergey, what's the company? Why don't we have nobody ever buy anything from them? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm forgetting the name. It was some something something or other with something has to do with the uh, uh, shit. No, I don't remember the name. Seriously. Uh, well, it became irrelevant. Go on. Yeah, it became irrelevant. <laughs> so I think they probably died by now. Anyway, so. Um, <clears throat> um, this this is an example of when you take take take, and at some point you basically you know can't take anymore because there's nothing else left, <laughs> right? Because nobody wants to give to you anymore. Uh, I don't really have a ready example for the opposite though, but I think you guys had something. Okay, can can I jump in and uh, try one or two examples here, right? Uh, one I want to think about is um, think about the flow as let's say that the system has a hundred dollars uh, just just play this game the system uh, has a hundred dollars and one person gets the hundred dollars now if he or she holds the hundred dollars the entire system group actually becomes poorer including he himself because he he or she is not spending it or creating value but if you learn to move that money around, let's say that the system has 10 people and that $100 is moved between the 10 people for the value that's created through the entire 10 people, that, that $100 becomes $1,000 and then some more in addition to additional value that's created. Right. So the hoarding of this, the hoarding of this energy, because money is nothing but a, a, a physicalization of an energetic force. The hoarding of this money essentially destroys life and value creation in the entire system. But the free flow, creating value and the exchange of this value between willing participants actually enables everyone in the system 
to flourish. Now, the hoarding may be done due to insecurity, but at that time, you've become like a parasite that is just sucking uh, the system dry. Right? Another much more, uh, much more tangible physical uh, example of this could be, uh, for example, think of a lake. Right? Now, if a lake has no source of replenishment and you just take, take, take from it, there's a point where the lake goes totally dry. And once the lake goes totally dry, uh, everything around starts to slowly die. But if there is a clean source of water coming in, one way or the other into the lake, replenishing life and what you take out of the lake also is in proportion somewhat to what comes in, the entire ecosystem of that area, including those animals that live in the lake, flourish. So the, however, if there's no inflow or outflow, that water soon starts to become stagnant and destroy life overall. It, it actually becomes poison over long periods of time. So, so think about it this way, accepting with grace and then giving with a sense of gratitude, sharing freely, is what creates uh, a, a system that is alive, full of life and vibrant. Anytime you just hold back like a parasite, you actually cause damage not just to others, but to yourself. Anytime you just give, give, give without accepting, right? At some point, sooner or later, you're gonna go completely dry and cause damage to the system as well because you haven't enabled the others to do something back for you in return. Hopefully that makes sense, guys. Karan? Makes, makes a lot of sense. Um, uh, my examples would be from from um, social uh, sphere. A good example of uh, close to absolute entitlement is like a, a dictator, right? Uh, uh, someone who feels entitled to everything and, and basically sucks energy in from everything he touches uh, and well <laughs> I can't think of a happy uh, dictatorship <laughs> where 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 you know where where the country was was filled with happy joyful people. Oh come right. on, man! Don't forget North Korea. But go on. <laughs> yeah. right. um, they they have a beloved leader and they always sing happy songs uh, for the beloved yes. leader without a smile. But that's a different story. In jail, uh, in jail right? Yes. Um, what do you think? Uh, My, will this podcast reach North Korea? <laughs> <laughs> go on. Once they build the internet, yes. <laughs> Um, uh, so yeah so uh, those examples of entitlement are, are easy to come by uh, but you know even less severe forms somebody kind of feels entitled to I don't know ungrateful entitled it's kind of you know very common sense that these people are, are, are uh, hard to be around because they, they tend to be like more like parasites like Mayur said uh, the other end is more interesting. Um, uh, it's hard, much harder to come up with examples of someone who is, you know, too grateful, right? Uh, overall, as a society, uh, we are, uh, you know, we're not equally balanced there, right? Uh, in between these two extremes, uh, we are like, the, on average, much more uh, uh, on, the, on, the, on the half of the entitlement. 
so so the 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 full gratefulness is is uh, gratitude is very far from the average so it's hard to come up with those examples um uh maybe a few we we thought about were uh someone like uh, say um, a monk or very 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 uh spiritual person who give, kind of gives 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 uh to the point where they completely drain the, all of their resources uh um and basically die because there's no energy left for them for their well-being um there's actually that example uh, uh that, that comes to my mind is uh and this is like in california quite a bit you know in new age circles right you know those people who are uh who are like goody two shoes right you know they're like like they you know they like you know like they do a lot of good, but then somehow they're annoying as well. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> mm. Mm. Few people come to mind. <laughs> right, right. Um, it it just seems like un unreal. You know, when 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 all you want to do is just like have this, like you know, push the energy out of yourself with with nothing coming into you. Because, like Sergey said, you need, you know, it needs to be balanced. And I think more of a human being as like, it's kind of like a refinery in a way, you know, uh, in that sense. You, so the energy comes in, right, and um, some quantity of it. And then uh, depending, and kind of your being is the, is the refining factor of that energy. And then once it's refined or grossed, if you are, you know, more on the grossing side of, <laughs> of the being, <laughs> and then you output it, right? Uh, um, and uh, all three of these uh, parameters are, are variables in each person. How much you take in, what you do with it inside of it, and how much you put out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess you need to eat food, right, in order to provide food Yeah, that's for a the, very simple example. To, to yeah. provide food for the plants. Right. right. In a way, right. I mean, I'm, I'm, right. I'm being cynical about it, but you know, that's. Um, right. But like, for example, I've been in in in, in a relationship where uh, uh, where one of us was was putting so much in that uh, uh, it kind of like uh, became a one-sided game, you know, um, because. There was like no space for anything else, you know. You have to allow the 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 the, the taking as well, and it's actually hard. I, I know that, that that people tend to have preferences. Some people prefer to give, some people prefer to take. Right, it's just easier one way or another. And mm-hmm. having a balance there is something that comes with maturity. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I think both you guys are aware of my, some of my past relationships where it was all about give, give, give. And in yeah, that yeah, process, yeah. You, you used to be quite unbalanced as well. Yeah, yeah. and and in that process, uh, in in taking care of everybody else around me, I never took care of myself. And, and you I, got hurt quite a bit. Yeah, and not just hurt, but it also, I think, took away from my life and the other positive and good I could do in the world outside of it. And uh, the sense of entire, in fact, when uh, if you're on the giving end, you can actually create a sense of entitlement on the other side, uh, because that becomes the uh, 
the balance of a relationship. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly. And and I've been, you know, uh, 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 on the other end of this, right? Uh, I've, 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 there've been times when I've taken more than 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 kind of my fair yeah. share, you know. Yeah. And so, then, and I had to learn how to how to give more. Yeah. In either case, you have to learn to. You have to learn how to create that balance, and that comes with maturity, and and it's both give and take in an equal way, you actually leave everyone better off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So we're coming around to essentially a conclusion that uh, uh, the entitlement is not something that necessarily bad, right? And gratitude is not something necessarily good. It's the system right, that needs to balance. Yeah, I it's mean... It's the flow. It's the yeah. flow, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, can, I, I want to tie it back to one piece that I, I... It's a loop I opened in the last podcast and purposely left it mm-hmm. open uh, was the somatic syntax, right? The, the somatic syntax where we talked about, you know, the sense of entitlement being... Um, uh, being muscular tension and uh, gratitude being uh, gratitude being relaxation. Mm-hmm. Now, having just one of the other is not good. It's kind of like okay, just say if you if you just had muscles tensed, it's kind of like having a permanent hard on with no release. <laughs> <laughs> or if you make. A- <laughs> I know it's, I mean, it kind of gets the point across, right? Yeah. And if you if you just had no way of tensing, you wouldn't be able to hold the structure up. Yeah. Right. So uh, <laughs> the free flow. <laughs> okay. I am purposely exaggerating so that you get the point, right? One without the other is incomplete. And it's similar in the body. If you didn't have tension in the body, you wouldn't be able to hold the structure up. And if you didn't have release, relaxation, you'd burn out. Okay? Mm-hmm. So um, so both, in you know, I see some schools only say, oh, this is the only thing and that's the only thing. Now, now if you just bring it very down to earth, let's just go back to martial arts, right? Power. Power. If you when you see when you see um, when you see a novice fighter fight, his or her entire body is tensed, and they think that power is generated through the tension of the muscles, right through the entire motion. But power is generated from extreme going from extreme relaxation to extreme tension in a split of a second, and then extreme relaxation again. That's what transfers the energy. So it's it's very similar in us for us to really be in cohesion, if you will, you know, in, in harmony to be able to move between these two. So it's not that, oh, be completely relaxed all the time such that your body just falls flat and you're not able to get up. Just think about it. You're completely relaxed, you'll be six feet under. <laughs> so there's a certain amount of tension that is required in order to come up. So in many ways, the, the, uh, what I'm what I'm suggesting is that it's the... That's why your muscles are also, you know, you have flexors and tensors. And there has to be a balance between them for for you to have any true movement. Mm -hmm. So it's not one is superior than the other. It's if you're creating tension in one place, how do you create an equal and opposite relaxation in another place so as to release that energy? Because it's the clogging of the energy that changes your physical structure. And over a period of time, it's, it blocks. If you follow Chinese medicine and Eastern, Eastern healing, it actually blocks the flow of key. Mm-hmm. 
a chi. And so what they teach you is in order to build the chi and ki back up, you have to learn to relax and dissolve the tension that you have accumulated in those specific places over a period of time. And it's exactly the same theory if you're following Reichian therapy. <laughs> it's exactly the same piece. Mm -hmm. And what is being ex absolutely relaxed where you haven't worked the muscle at all, so you're not able to do anything with it. And you have to learn how to tense it and create tension in order for you to get something done. So I think, I think you know, from a somatic structure, instead of having a permanent state of tension or a permanent state of relaxation, it's how do you learn to move evenly between those two so there's a balance that is created. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess in, in my mind, the, the, the moment you mentioned the energy and uh, the energy flow, right? So you need to take something in to get something out. It's like... You can you can come up with like a thousand metaphors for that, and they all be cool. Uh, and this, I feel like there's really nothing else to say because I mean, isn't that obvious? Like, well, like when we we're discussing this, right? I mean, we, we were like, uh, okay, here's a model, and okay, besides maybe coming up with specific examples and just telling that, okay, I've met this person, and he was like so generous, he he died from starvation, right? And uh, I've I've, <laughs> I've met this other asshole, right, who. Uh, you know, took everything to himself and basically. and died of loneliness. <laughs> yeah. So uh, besides that, I mean, is there anything else to say? I think I, I just have two thoughts, two concluding thoughts, if you will. Right. Number one, don't don't see them as either or. You need both ends of the spectrum, and a synthesis between the the two in order for you to be a healthy. A healthy system right that's mm -hmm. that's that's the critical piece and don't 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 uh, don't get stuck on either or fights that's that's BS it's the synthesis of all things that take you towards a healthy system Two, I would what what I would I would suggest is Look at yourself and your life, your various spheres of your life, right? Yourself, your relationship with others, society, and see where are you, where are you just having one of the two? And, you know, if you're truly looking at having a life of, grat of gratitude for yourself and if others also experiencing that gratitude, right, is to, is to seek balance in all those different spheres, whether it's work, whether it's your relationships, whether it's the community you're involved with, or political actions. Because nobody likes just an entitled bastard, and nobody likes just a guy, do-gooder, who just does good and makes everybody else feel bad. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. So so look look at yourselves, and you know it's probably one of the hardest things to do, and ask your significant partners and friends for honest advice. On this it's it's a it's a tough question to ask believe me because many a times you're not going to like what you hear but <laughs> uh, uh, but but that is the beginning of awareness coming in until you don't have awareness you're not going to be able to take steps to create a healthy flow of this energy of you know the in and out through you that's all i have to say I don't have anything to add. I think we covered all the points here. Yeah, I agree. Well, in that case, 
have a wonderful day. Good night, and may you be happy. And <laughs> <laughs> have a good day. <laughs>